Welcome to the Mac PFD Spark Podcast. This podcast is meant to inspire you to take the next step in your development journey as a faculty member. We're really excited to bring you all sorts of content, from inspiring you to teach or supervise differently, to leading and managing your team, to thinking about new creative ways or humanistic ways to actually do your work, and finally, to up your game in your scholarly practice. Are you excited yet? I certainly am. So sit back, listen, and enjoy this latest episode of the Mac PFD Spark Podcast. In this episode, we'll be listening to Amy Varley and Sarah Fung from the Gritty Nurse Podcast. They discuss topics ranging from why they started the Gritty Nurse to some of their most memorable episodes. We hope you enjoy. Well, welcome, Amy and Sarah. It's so nice to have you here. And I've been looking forward to talking with both of you. Thank you for having us. We're excited. Great. Thanks. So let's just get started with some introductory questions. I've been so curious to know, how did you both get started with the Gritty Nurse podcast? And I imagine just connected to that question is that you both may have had some particular goals two years ago when you started. And have those goals or priorities changed in the two years that you've been doing this podcast? So, I mean, the the impetus for us to really start this podcast was to talk about some of the experiences that we had as nurses. And I think it really came from a place of both of us had experienced some, some struggles in relation to mental health. And we just needed, we felt that we needed a a platform because, you know, we reached out to our leaders, we reached out to members of the team to say, you know, this, this is a problem. We need to talk about mental health as health and to have better support. And it kind of fell on deaf ears. So myself and Sarah, we said, well, um, we're going to create our own platform. And we decided to create the Gritty Nurse podcast. And it's kind of funny because, you know, we're just like, we're going to talk. We don't know who's listening. We're going to talk about things that really matter a lot to us. And then also we're going to share other people's stories because we felt that, you know, we can't be the only people experiencing this and experiencing some of the challenges uh, that, that we face, not just as nurses, but as healthcare providers in general. And it just kind of got legs on its own. And, and here we are today. But maybe Sarah can take the part about, you know, our goals, challenges and aspirations for the next coming year. Yeah. And I think from my perspective, Amy and I had both experienced bullying um, working in nursing leadership. And when we like Amy said, we brought these concerns forward and we felt like nothing really was being addressed. And throughout my career as a nurse, I have always felt there has been a lot of silencing and fear in terms of speaking out, even when it's about your own issues. And um, so in nursing school, I always learned about advocating for your patients, caring for your patients, but we were never taught how to advocate for ourselves or practice self-care. And this is something that's really important. So our initial goals were really just to be heard. So we wanted to talk about the experience of uh, bullying, lateral violence, and also mental health. And to be honest, we didn't really have a clear picture of what we wanted to do beyond that. But as we kept going and we started to gain momentum and we realized that people were listening, we realized that we had something that we really could share our experiences and other people's stories. And that led into our anti-racism topics and um, just diversity, equity, and inclusion. And then 
the pandemic hit. So we started this podcast actually before the pandemic. And when the pandemic hit, it seemed like there was this sudden interest, not just from healthcare, but outside of healthcare about what our experience as nurses was like. And we really used that platform to talk about all kinds of issues, whether it be related to the pandemic or not that nurses face. And we always like to, in our podcast, talk about what can be done. So it's really easy as nurses to get stuck on the negative aspects of what we're going through, but really what can we do? What can the average person do to improve the situation? And so we always try to end the episode with some tangible takeaways. That's amazing. And you're, you're really inspiring me in sharing a bit more of the background of why you developed this podcast, because to have a voice on this platform through podcasting, you're reaching so many. And I'm one of those people that you reached. I found out about your podcast relatively recently, and I went right away downloaded every single episode and I was just listening to it nonstop. And you're, you know, it resonates with me that you started off some of your earlier episodes with the bullying and the lateral violence. And that really connected with me and my own experience as well. So I really appreciate you sharing that background. Now, speaking of the different episodes that you all cover, how do you decide on the topics? That's so funny. So in terms of how we decide and go about, um, we really try to stick to current events as well as just, you know, our own experiences or things that might resonate with other people or our our listeners. And um, we kind of go for, I guess you might say controversial. We don't, we don't think it's uh, technically controversial, but we go for topics that people might shy away from. They might have an opinion on, but they don't necessarily express out loud. And that's uh, what Sarah and I kind of do. We kind of come in with that lens to say, this is what you thought about, but now we're going to talk about it because we think it's important to have those courageous conversations and to, to talk about things that are really what some people might find challenging and then really just work our way through what's the best approach, what, what can we do to resolve some of those challenges and how we might go about it in our everyday life. So that's kind of how we, we try to attack and choose some of our topics. Mm -hmm. And from a planning perspective, we usually try to plan out our episodes a couple of months in advance. And um, whether it be we have a topic in mind, and then we try to find a guest that has that experience, or a lot of people are approaching us now with their own ideas. And if it fits our brand and our vision, then we'll have them come on. So it really depends what's happening. So we have our planned topics and then our unplanned topics. So for example, when vaccinations became a thing, we decided to um, adjust our schedule and make sure we had some uh, episodes that covered it. So it's just really about being adaptable and versatile to what we want to talk about, but what we know is going on in the news. And then we also want to have topics that are timeless. So things that will always be relevant to nurses, such as bullying, such as uh, racism. We think that these are issues that everyone should know about. And so I think it's just always a work in progress. We, um, I don't know what to say. It's just something that requires a lot of work and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. And planning. And I imagine that it really does require you to be always looking out and scanning for what's going on. So it really puts you out there in understanding the zeitgeist of the time and understanding what topics are of interest to people, what topics resonate with us as healthcare workers and what you might, what your position might be on those 
particular topics. And, you know, you're talking about being timeless in the episode topics that you cover. There's the other part of it is that it's so fun to hear some of the older episodes and to even see how little things have changed. There was one episode when you were talking about the phone that you carry with you on the shift. And, you know, just even thinking about two years ago, <laughs> you may, or actually you were referring to many years prior, but carrying the phone around and how we even communicate while, you know, while we're working during a shift, all of that is changing. So those are also fun anecdotes to hear about and to reflect back on how how things have changed in the past. I don't know if you yeah. wanted to say it, it. You know, it's it's kind of funny because not it's not even just the topics and the times and even some of the, the content. I think even just our our stealthiness with just podcasting because we were new to this. And I think podcasting is this new medium in terms of disseminating information and health information as well. And um, I think if we look, Sarah and I actually listened to our last pot, our first podcast episode a couple of days ago, and we were killing ourselves laughing <laughs> because it was so funny. I listened to my voice and I don't know why I, I was sick. I don't know why we decided for our first episode to record a podcast where I personally didn't have a voice. Like my voice was it gone. Was great. And then I we didn't hooked. even know how to end, end the episode. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, Sarah, press the end button. And we, we didn't know how to cut it out and, and how much it's evolved and how much yes. it's grown in terms of understanding how we go about podcasting, how we go about the design and the content. How do we go about talking about things and just, you know, editing and all the various like we've learned so much along this journey but but it's been really rewarding that's yes. for sure oh no I mm -hmm. love that that you refer to that very first episode because that's where I was hooked I was like yeah this is you know I'm gonna see an evolution I bet because I had just started listening to some of your later episodes or more recent episodes I was like oh man there's gonna be an evolution in terms of just the way that you all are approaching your episodes so I really love that unfiltered or unedited approach early on. So speaking about the episodes, I want to hear from you both. Most memorable episode, and it could be because it was the best, or, or not the best, but it was a really great discussion, really great interview. So most memorable because it was really positive, or perhaps very challenging. And it could either be something that was so memorable because it was challenging to record or challenging because of the, of the feedback you might have received after. So I'm going to leave it open-ended, but memorable episode. Amy and Sarah, I'm curious to hear. Okay. Um, so I actually came up with a list of three best and three worst episodes. I guess they were memorable in different ways. But if I could start with the best episodes... Um, I pulled these, you know, pretty quickly off the top of my head. So the first one was uh, Don't Push Me Because I'm Close to the Edge. And it was an episode about bullying with Dr. Renee Thompson. So she's actually a nurse who has dedicated her career now to addressing bullying in the workplace in healthcare. And I really, it really resonated with me because so many of the things that she said were things that I've personally experienced. And she gives a lot of tangible uh advice about how to deal with things in the moment, what to say, how you can um, change your approach to someone that's attacking you. And so I really like that. And she actually is very, very sweet and even did this episode with us over Christmas break when she was on holiday with her family. So I really, really appreciated that. And we were not very well known back then. So we were just some little podcast that approached her and she agreed to do it. 
Um, another one was our episode on allyship, anti-Asian racism, and white adjacency with Dr. Amy Tan, who's actually a palliative care physician out in BC. And again, it really resonated with me, her childhood growing up and mine in terms of how we felt as um, Asians in a town that, you know, wasn't very diverse. And she had so much insight. And I just, I really look up to her as a person. And another one was travel nursing with Nurse Q. He could be a comedian. Like, I think this is a second career for him. He's just so funny and entertaining. And I learned a lot about travel nursing with a very unfiltered approach. The way that he talks is just so entertaining. Um, worst episodes. These three, I would say, are only worst and they were memorable because of the difficulty in booking the guests and a lot of technological issues we were having. So we recorded an episode called Misogyny in Medicine with three physicians from the United States. And I think with podcasting, it's very difficult to have three guests in addition to Amy and myself. So five people trying to share the airtime. We were not very skilled in directing the questions to certain people. So that was a challenge. We had a lot of editing issues. We had connectivity issues with one of the guests where we had to re-record. And so it came I thought the end product was good but it was very challenging recording um, we also had an episode called politics power and passion with an MPP who also happens to be a nurse that was challenging because the audio quality wasn't great but there were a lot of things that I guess her viewpoints were very different than ours as healthcare providers and it was challenging to have that discussion because I felt uncomfortable but I'm getting more comfortable with having differing opinions in our guests. Uh, and then the last one was the episode that never happened. We wanted to record an episode on unconscious bias with a guest that stood us up twice. Oh. And I felt like we were on a blind date oh. because the first time he said he just forgot. He said he forgot the time and I was willing to give him a second chance and we rebooked and then he somehow forgot again. Wasn't and it like so a football thing. He was like, Oh, I was watching oh, football. We're oh, like, okay. I, could not, I could not believe it. I'm like, this is like, you don't respect our time or us as podcasters and you agreed to do it. And the least you could do is say that you can't make it. So we're sitting there waiting, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes in, he's not showing up and I'm just really frustrated. So I think that it's just like, if you don't, want to do it that's fine but don't commit to something and waste everybody's time and so it was the episode that never happened but we were really excited about the topic yes and so maybe maybe we'll address it in our own way without a guest but I think that that was another challenging situation we had yeah and if I could just jump in there so we'll start with this this we pretty much had the exact same episodes for the most challenging and um really I think you have to have a balance when you're recording. And, and again, with that first episode where we recorded with like three, three other people, it was just, it was very complex. And I did all the editing and oh. it took a very, very long time. Not to say that yeah. the, the quality and the content wasn't great, but just, it was very challenging to have more than one guest. And then, yeah, the, the, the guests that never happened, I think Sarah covered that quite clearly there. I, I there's not much more to say about that. And then recording with that, uh, that particular MPP, 
I found it frustrating. And I think if you, you listen to that episode and you hear my tone, you you'll start to hear that. I start getting quite frustrated because the questions that we were asked were not being answered. And the whole point of that conversation was to, to really ask a nurse, are you a nurse or are you a politician first? And I think if you listen to that episode, you can then decipher for yourself what, what we kind of thought after we had the conversation with her, but in terms of my best and most memorable episodes, mm. Um, my first one would be the ghost story. So welcome to Hell Hospital from from season one. We just had so much fun with that. Um, actually, my husband was the our guest voice as the scary voice at the very beginning of the podcast. And I just, anybody who knows me knows that I'm like a horror nut. I love everything scary. Halloween is like my time of year. And I just had way, way too much fun (laughs) recording that episode. The other one is um, pain is what the patient says it is with Dr. Uh, Alika LaFontaine. He's the incoming uh, CMA president. And um, it was actually, I actually recorded, I think it was almost three or four days after my knee surgery. So it was kind of very relevant and very timely because I actually had quite poor experiences in terms of pain management. And as an Indigenous uh, physician, he kind of talked about some of those challenges. And he's also an anesthesiologist. And for me, it just was that episode where I'm like, you know what, I, I totally get it. I see it. And we have there's a lot of work that needs to be done on understanding pain and racialized individuals, Indigenous and Black folks as well. And then my other favorite episode or best episode was I think it was one Sarah and I had done together and it was professionalism versus private life and this is where we were talking about um, really some Canadian nurses who were spreading misinformation during the COVID-19 pandemic who had also traveled out to the United States for the attempted coup to overthrow the government and uh, for during in January and we we decided, you know, we need to talk about this because these are nurses and we need to talk about uh, the difference between what do we consider professionalism versus private life and if there's any bleed over. And it was um, it was a challenging conversation, but we also were was able to inject a little bit of humor into it, but also just a really good episode for nurses, um, physicians, anybody else out there to listen about how, you know, we should go about our professional and private life in terms of healthcare. So those were my choices. Oh, I'm so glad that you shared those. Those are memorable episodes. I have not yet listened to your unconscious bias soon to be coming episode, but I look forward to that one as well. I I think what I was so struck by in listening to your episodes, and so that's why it's great to hear from your perspective as well, is that you really do cover a broad range of topics, but they're not all just heavy, didactic, very uh, data-focused discussions. They're very interesting. You have interesting guests. You have humorous topics. You talk about personal topics. You talk about healthcare as it pertains to nurses, other healthcare team members. And so you really do cover a wide range of topics. And also you set a wide range of tones in each of the episodes. So some of them are very serious. Some of them are very heart-wrenching and others are just super lighthearted like your ghost stories and your you know, <laughs> other, other Halloween and other staffing misadventures that uh, you- <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so 
so I, I find that to be really enjoyable just to have a variety there. Now, mm-hmm. another topic that uh, Sarah had mentioned earlier, just a few minutes ago, was your work in advocating for equity, diversity, and inclusion. And that has been a strong theme in what I hear in your episodes as well, even if it is just the undercurrent and the topic you've chosen for that day. Why do you both think it's important for us as healthcare providers, as nurses, as citizens, global citizens to take action with EDI and healthcare? I think that for Amy and I, part of the reason we wanted to do this podcast, and I didn't mention this earlier, was just to elevate the visibility of nursing. So we really want to show everybody that nursing is very diverse. And part of that is that Amy and I are very diverse. You know, just the two of us, we're not, um, we are racialized individuals. We are women. We want people to know that nursing doesn't have to look a certain way. And our experiences as racialized individuals cannot be separate out, right? This is something that we live daily in our personal lives, in our professional lives. And so we really felt like it made sense to address it being people who have had lived experience. And um, whether it's caring for a racialized patient or being a patient in the healthcare system, it's something that doesn't just happen in a silo. It's just something that you go through all the time. And so It just, the timing was right, I think, because the pandemic had hit and then there was the whole George Floyd movement and then there was all of the anti-Asian racism that was happening. These are things that Amy and I always wanted to talk about, but it just seemed like their time was right and the audience was there and people wanted to go there and we were happy to do it. Um, And so I think that it's really important to keep having these conversations and we do make it an underlying theme because we don't want it to be just something you talk about when it's Black History Month in February. We want it to be something that you talk about all the time because it's important. And even um, with, you know, Indigenous health, this is something that is um, really coming to the forefront now and we don't want this to be forgotten about. So this is something that we always, we want to keep bringing to the forefront and we want others to do the same. Yeah. And just kind of building off of that, I think this is where people were saying, you know, um, again, with the death of George, George Floyd, um, that there was a, a, a real awakening in, in terms of um, racial inequality and challenges that not only, you know, our, our justice system has in regards to um, race and racism, but our healthcare system. So we've seen many cases, for example, we've, we've had podcast episodes where we talked about Joyce Eshaquan and Brian Sinclair, where we know that, you know, racism is a pandemic and racism is a social determinant of health. And I think people ask and might say, oh, you guys make it always about race. It's not that we're talking about race as much as we're talking about racism and the impact that that might have on the effects of people's lives. And we've seen, again, as another glaring example, the systemic inequalities in in healthcare in regards to COVID-19 and the patients that might be hospitalized and, you know, just the, the demographics. And we're now even seeing the challenges that we actually talked about in a previous episode in regards to global vaccine inequity and knowing that, you know, large countries like Canada and the U.S. had purchased vaccines to vaccinate our population like 30 times over or more so. And there are countries that don't have access and haven't even had a first dose. So we have to talk about racism in healthcare. We have to tackle these 
really crucial topics because we do know that people are being harmed and people are being harmed due to racism. So we have to talk about it. It's a topic that will, will, you'll always hear it as a theme coming through because we know that it's a problem. And if we don't talk about our problems, we can't change them. So you'll always hear us talking about health equity and these various themes because it shouldn't be an undercurrent. It should be right in the forefront in everyone's faces because it's a huge problem and we're going to tackle it and continue to talk about it. Thank you so much, Amy and Sarah. I really appreciate hearing your thoughts and also just hearing you both reiterate your commitment to promoting equity, diversity, and inclusion in your podcast and how that is one major theme that is promoted and discussed and on the radar or or presented to us as listeners so that we can be aware and better informed. So uh, as a note to the listeners, what we'll be doing is highlighting the links in the show notes of the episodes that Amy and Sarah have referred to so that you have easy access to those episodes. And then you'll be directed to their podcast. And so you can listen to all the other episodes that we haven't spoken about yet. So thank you so much, Amy and Sarah, for being here. And I really enjoy having spoken with both of you. And I look forward to future opportunities for discussion for you to teach me, for me to learn from you, and for us to continue doing this work of promoting health and wellness for all our patients, populations, and communities. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. It was an honor. Thank you for tuning in to the Mac PFD Spark podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Office for Continuing Professional Development and the Program for Faculty Development at McMaster University's Faculty of Health Sciences. For more information on faculty development, be sure to check out our website at macpfd.ca. That's M-A-C-P-F-D.ca. Here you can find other episodes as well as resources for your personal and professional development. A quick shout out to our sound engineer, Ishan Mania Panda, who has been an amazing asset to our team. Another shout out to Scott Holmes, who composed and supplied us with the music you've been listening to. That brings us to the end of this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it, and be sure to tune in for our future episodes.